This week, the National Farmers Union released the second edition of its comprehensive report on greenhouse gas emissions from Canadian agriculture. To find out more about the report, Glendalee Allen Vossler talked with Darren Qualman, the NFU's Director of Climate Crisis Policy and Action. Let's just start with the basics as as far as the need to look at this. Yeah, I think we identified a need. There had been a lot of talk about emissions, about how to reduce emissions, but there really was no place that people could go to look at what the emissions were, what parts of agriculture produced them, uh, which ones were getting larger, which ones were going getting smaller. The data was really in a bunch of very hard-to-access reports from the government. And, and we brought that all together and put together about a 30-year data set so people can see at a glance uh, you know, where the emissions were coming from. And, and from that, they could start to think about how they could reduce emissions and how the government could bring out policies to support farmers in doing that. Now, in the latest edition, you were able to update things with the data for 2020. National Inventory Report comes out every year from the federal government, and those are kind of the official numbers for just about every category. And the new National Inventory Report just came out last month, and when we when that happened, we uh, went through that and put all those numbers in. A number of things changed, and then it, it also brought it up to 2020, the most uh, the latest year for which data is available. Of course, we can't go through every number, but maybe take us through some of the highlights, if you will. Yeah, when you put all this data together, um, a number of things become clear. One is that uh, emissions are rising, which, you know, isn't really surprising. That's probably true of a lot of sectors of the Canadian economy. If you look at them over a 30-year period, uh, emissions in agriculture in total are up about uh, by about a third since 1990. Uh, again, nothing surprising there uh, or, or necessarily negative. It just indicates, though, that if those emissions are rising and we have broad-ranging commitments to have lower emissions in 2030 and near zero emissions in 2050, that we need to go from an upward-trending emissions curve to a downward-trending curve. So that's the first thing. The second thing that jumps out when you look at the, the graph and the data is that the reason that the, the emissions are going up is because emissions from nitrogen fertilizer are going up. It's not driven by fuel use or cattle. Uh, emissions from cattle are actually going down. Uh, it's driven by the fact that in Saskatchewan, say, the amount of fertilizer used by farmers is quadrupled since the 1990s. Greenhouse gas emissions from cattle are going down? Yeah, two things are happening there. One, the herd is getting smaller. It, it went up quite a bit around uh, 2005. Uh, partly due to BSE and partly due to just a, a expanding herd. And then it peaked in 2005 and has been coming down since. So that's what part of it. And the other part is uh, just a little bit more efficiency, uh, lower greenhouse gas emissions per per head and per unit of beef. So that shows up there too. So emissions from cattle are down probably by at least 20% uh, since 2005. What about emissions from fossil fuels? Emissions from fossil fuels turn out to be a little bigger than we'd, uh, we thought in previous versions of our analysis. Uh, when you add up all the fossil fuel use on the farm, you get you know just short of 20% of total agricultural emissions. But then if you add in the greenhouse gas emissions from fossil fuel use to make the inputs, uh, phosphorus fertilizer, nitrogen fertilizer is a big one, 
and farm machinery, you, you find that that fossil fuel use is equal to about a third of total agricultural emissions. So there's no easy way to reduce those just yet. Um, no electric tractors out there. But uh, in the longer term, we're going to have to look for ways to reduce those emissions from fossil fuel use. When we talk about greenhouse gas emissions, we also talk about soil sequestration. Yeah, and that was a big change that Environment and Climate Change Canada made between last year's National Inventory Report and this year. Uh, They brought in a new methodology, and that has meant that the estimates for soil carbon sequestration are quite different and quite a bit higher. Uh, We were looking at uh, almost 20 million tonnes of soil carbon sequestration per year on average in recent years. And that's just to put that in context, that's about a quarter, that equals about a quarter of the emissions. The emissions are about 80 million tonnes and sequestration is about 20 million tonnes. But we are making headway with sequestration. Well, we are and we aren't. It, it went up quite dramatically uh, between 1990 and the mid-2000s, but it's kind of flatlined. It's hard to know because it changes a lot from year to year depending on the size of the crop. But it it isn't getting any larger right now, and it almost looks like it could be uh, decreasing a little bit. And that's not wholly unexpected. The capacity of soils to take up carbon is, there's a maximum there. You can't just keep putting more and more and more in indefinitely. Uh, It moves back toward a level where it was before uh, farmers broke the soil and started farming it. So there's a maximum, and as those carbon levels get higher, the rates of sequestration will get slower. Uh, Not sure if we're there yet or not, but that is something that's going to happen in the coming years. So based on the research that you've done, what overall, what's your your general finding or or conclusion as far as where we go from here? Well, like I say, the the first step is just to really look at a report like this and, and understand what the emission sources are, because too often we, we jump to the question, you know, how do we how do we reduce them? So I think there's just a, a need to, to really spend a little time understanding them. But then when it does come time to reducing them, there's a lot of things that people can do to reduce emissions. A lot of programs are underway now, uh, whether it be nitrogen management or rotational grazing. Uh, some farmers are trying to figure out how to use cover crops in the Western Canadian context. That's a bit challenging. But, uh, you know, the step one is to to get the emissions curve to stop rising and then uh, hopefully to bend it downward because as we move toward 2030 and 2050, there's going to be intensifying pressure on every part of the Canadian economy to, to get to a place where their emissions are decreasing. The great thing about the agriculture industry that a lot of people outside of the industry maybe don't realize or recognize is that producers are very dedicated that's really true, and it's also really at the forefront of our thinking around emissions reduction. Emissions reduction is, is a very important thing, and it's, it's really, there's going to be a lot of pressure to reduce emissions, but no matter what we do, it has to support farmers' livelihoods, and it has to support net incomes and margins, and, and certain things are really positive in that sense. So right now, uh, you know, the, the experts tell us that farmers can reduce fertilizer use through greater efficiency, et cetera. And that, that can mean producing the same crop with less fertilizer. And that means better 
better margins and net incomes. And that's doubly true when you look at the fertilizer prices now. So uh, if we cut emissions by using fertilizer more efficiently, we can also increase net incomes at the same time. Darren, if somebody's looking for more information on this report, where can they go? How can they find it? Easy to do. Um, www.nfu.ca, nfu.ca, and you'll see a big blue button that says climate change. Just click there and you'll be taken right to the place where this report is and a number of other reports around solutions, uh, emissions reduction and all the benefits to farmers. I've been talking with Darren Qualman. Darren is the NFU's Director of Climate Crisis Policy and Action. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.